welcome to the Film Geezers Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Film Geezers Podcast. I'm Rob, I'm joined as always by Cheeto. Hello. And today we're going to do something that we've never done before. Hopefully it works. If it doesn't, we apologise. <laughs> it's called Wheel of Genres. Yep. Uh, my lovely assistant Cheeto yes. <laughs> <laughs> is going to spin the wheel and he's going to land on a genre and we're going to pick some of our favourite films from that genre. So, like I said, this is completely unrehearsed, mm. completely unscripted. Uh, so we're, we're going blind with no safety net. Just jump straight in, yeah? There, go right, okay. Jump straight in. Stop spinning the wheel. And the first genre is horror. Horror. So what is ah. your favourite horror film of all time? Well, you know that I always I love the classic universal horror films. Yeah. Um, we were talking about the other day when there was the question, which, which cinematic universe would you want to live in? Mm. And I chose the universal monster universe. Yeah. But I've got to admit that probably my favourite horror film, and it, yeah, it's probably been mentioned so many times before, is the thing. Yeah, I just think it's it's like when it came out, everyone knows it came out, it bombed at the box office, but it since has been reevaluated. But I I loved it from the minute I saw it. I'm so sorry, but mine is also the is thing. It? <laughs> I hate to be boring, but come on, it's the, it is the best yeah. horror movie ever made. I thought you would have gone for Halloween. I thought that was the yeah, kind of favourite nah, film. Nah. Oh, thing, hundred percent. Right. Just I don't know what what it is about it. It's just um, the, the the isolated place. The the it's very um, suspenseful. Yeah, it's very atmospheric. Mm. It's very claustrophobic. You got this group of people who, um, you know, they they anybody could be the thing. So it, it creates suspicion amongst them. Paranoia as well. Yeah, you know, and that, that that leaks into you as well, yeah. doesn't it? You know, yeah. and uh, um, and I think that the. the Physical effects, yeah, are uh, oh, the best. Practical effects, practical, yeah, are just uh, legendary, aren't brilliant, they? Brilliant, yeah. Um, I know you could do it a lot easier now with CGI, mm. but I think you know when when they're done right, just practical effects look so much yeah. better than CGI, don't they? They do, and you can you can the work that's put into them as well. But yeah, I totally agree. I think the thing is is the best horror movie yeah. ever made, and also one of the best endings ever made yeah. as well, wasn't it? We've you know? covered it on on a pre- previous podcast. Best ending ever made, where you've got the, just these two guys waiting to die, not mm. knowing which one or could it be one of them or both of them is the thing. And it's yeah, it's just a brilliant suspenseful ending. Because it's also it's it's a very suspenseful film, but it's also it kind of dabbles in the the shock horror almost. Just yeah. seeing like um. What the thing does to like uh, someone's body, or yeah. or when the thing changes from a human, yeah. and um, you got you got the jump scares where the doc's actually giving the guy, um, oh yeah, CPR, yeah, yeah, and his chest opens up, yeah, and then you've got like when uh, when McCready's testing the blood, and he's going through, and like each one, it's not the thing, not the thing, and then he's starting to doubt himself, then, and yeah, and suddenly. The blood, yeah, the blood spat, yeah. That's one, probably one of the best, most iconic um, scenes in the film, yeah. isn't it? And uh, a great score as well, which is always comes with yeah. John Carpenter yeah. film. But yeah, no, hundred percent, definitely. Um, Any notable? Um, I think uh, Evil Dead Two. Even though that's that's also a bit of a comedy horror, I think that's absolutely yeah. amazing for its budget. Uh, I think. 
a film that scared the shit out of both of us, Amityville Horror, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you watch a horror film to be, to have those fears of horror, and yeah. that certainly does give you things horror. And like you yeah. said, with all the old universal horrors, yeah. you know, but it's just, yeah, there's just something about the thing that is just so uncomfortable yeah. and it puts you, it puts you there really, doesn't it? It, it does. In the research facility, but yeah, 100%, and that's why. Yeah. Sorry to be boring, we've both got the same answer. I'm sure there's, that's probably one of the only ones where we've got the same answer. Right, if I remove that. Okay, let's spin the wheel again. Yeah. And. Christmas movie. Christmas movie, well. My. This is going to be, this is going to spoil our Christmas mm. <laughs> episode, but um, I love I love a Christmas Carol. So yeah. I love all the you know from the 1951 Scrooge mm. to the 70s Frank Finley musical, even the George C. Scott one. Now mm. I think Scrooge the 51 is the definitive version yeah. of it, but my favourite it's got to be Muppet Christmas yeah. Carol. <laughs> just there's just something that. about that. Yeah. It's just I love. I mean. And, my my era, my um, I grew up with the Muppets mm. in the sort of late seventies and eighties, and uh, you couple that with Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine well. screws me. I mean, yeah, what what what, what <laughs> you But I know it's a tradition in our household, isn't it? Yeah, every year, every every Christmas, every Eve, Christmas Eve, we try yeah. and watch it. Yeah, but there's other one. I mean, I watched um, Klaus for the mm. first time uh, the other day, and that that's really I, mean, I enjoyed that film. Yeah, um, really. It did make a, a grown man cry. <laughs> We're not going to say which yeah. grown man, are we? But it's lots of. I mean, it's, like, it's Scrooged. Um, yeah, Scrooge is um, good. And I know, I know what yours is, so I'm not going to mention it. So I'm going to let you <laughs> yeah. choose yours. Mine is Jingle All the Way. Put the cookie down. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, I just love it because it's just it's like a, a feel good movie, and it's, it's just, I don't know why, it's just so funny seeing the Terminator. Just go around for yeah. a, a Turbo Man doll for his kids, you know what I mean? And it's such a different movie for Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was, it was during that run of like family films. He yeah. was, you know, he's trying to. Yeah. Obviously, he was going to run for governor a couple of years later. I think he was trying to have that family-friendly image, and yeah, it's just him and Sinbad battling it out for a Turbo yeah. Man doll. And it's very, to be fair, it, it captures the very realism of I, I don't know, maybe, maybe nowadays because more online, but. Of that shopping craze yeah. you do get if there's a new well, toy, it's it's kind of mirrors. Um, I think it was the eighties with Cabbage Patch dolls, yeah, and they yeah. were sold out, and literally people were fighting over it. And it does mirror that, doesn't it's it? The, yeah, yeah. But no, it's just a, it's, it's just such a good film, yeah. and I, it's one I try and watch every single year. <laughs> and another honorable mention for me is, is Gremlins because yeah. I grew up watching that. Yeah. I, I absolutely love Gremlins. Yeah. Is there any any others you you've got? Well, now. It is a Christmas film, Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard, yeah. Uh, which Anyone we're actually going to go watch in the cinema. Yeah. So we're gonna get and we're privilege. seeing it in December, so, so it it's is. a Christmas film. And the, the what is the unofficial theme to it is Let It Snow, isn't yeah. it? So you've got a problem with that, then turn off now. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. No, please, please. please. <laughs> right. So, very good. Okay, let's spin the wheel. Right, we're spinning it. The next one is science fiction. Science fiction, right. Well, probably, a f I think I probably know what yours is, but um, there's, a, there's a couple that spring to mind. Mm. Um, Alien. Yeah. 
but I would say that my favourite is Blade Runner. Yeah, got to be. I think again another film that bombed when it came out, um, but it since has been reevaluated. Uh, like I said, I watched it recently, and I, I each time I forget what a great film it is. Yeah, uh, just a brilliant film, brilliant performances from main characters and the speech at the end which is a really sad ending actually it is yeah which because, which um cut are you referring to um i'm talking about i believe it's the, the director's yeah cut. i believe it's the director's cut with well, that's the, the yeah. Roy batty at the end yeah. isn't it yeah tears in rain speech mm. um and it turns out that the the bad guy it actually isn't bad he's good yeah so and because it, it plays on like certain themes doesn't it yeah um because they're perceived to be bad uh, but like you said, they 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 just want to live, don't they? Yeah, they're they're just doing what everybody wants to do mm. is survive. The only the only time they've they've killed or harmed people is because they've tried to survive, yeah. don't they? That's that's the yeah. only reason. Um, what, what 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 did you think was mine? I thought you would have gone for Interstellar. Because I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I've been a Nolan geek. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, I just. I just think like I always say this, but the film I wish I saw in the cinema, and I was old enough to see it, is Interstellar because it's just a film fit perfectly, and and I, d- I don't mind Matthew McConaughey more. Um, there's actors I prefer more, there's actors I prefer less than him, and uh, obviously this is right slap bang in the middle of the McConaughey's. You know, he he just was off his Oscar win, um, and it's got it's got the the best I say this now it's still a it's a seven year old film it's still got the best uh, visual effects I've ever seen it won so many Oscars for all not not necessarily the, the you know the, the big five it won all the other back back room you know Oscars yeah. and um, just to, I can't imagine how long they took to, to render this film because it was just the visual effects are absolutely amazing and many scientists have come out and said that's the realest portrayal of of what space looks like or what a black hole looks yeah. like you know and it's, it's a very sad story but it's got a bit of an, like um bit of sweet ending but like i said it's it's just it's one of those movies when once you've finished you just have to sit back and you have to like um like collect yourself don't you for mm. a second because you realize you've just watched a brilliant film and yeah i i'd even i'd even put it in the um I didn't put it in the masterpiece category for me personally, or modern masterpiece category, because it is that good, um, and also a, a, a brilliant um, score by Hans Zimmer as well, which just heightens it. Um, but yeah, hundred percent Interstellar is my favourite sci-fi film. Obviously, like we, like you said, Alien is up there. Yeah, um, I think that deserves a shout. But yeah, there's, there's like, like there's loads of yeah. brilliant sci-fi it's- films. People would say, why not Star Wars? But I don't consider Star no, Wars. No, I don't consider Star fiction. Wars. No, that's, that's more of a fantasy, yeah, space opera, isn't it? I guess genre. Yeah. I, I, I've never considered no. that sci-fi. Any notable, well, the noble film, Mark the Martian, maybe. Yeah, yeah, Gravity. 100%. You've seen Gravity. Yeah, seen Gravity. Uh-huh. Also, Moon is a Moon. brilliant. Moon yeah. is a brilliant film. Um, I'm surprised you haven't seen it because it's a huge Sam yeah, Rockwell I don't fan. Know, just. Just, it's one of those films I never even heard of, and I just put it on because I, I knew it was highly regarded. Yeah, and I just put it on, and, and it's a weird film, but it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's on my, on my list again mm. of, of long list of <clears throat> films. Um, right, any any more before we move on? 
What about like all the old classic, um, classic well, sci-fi? I don't know. Would it, would it consider? Would you consider that science fiction? I guess. Yeah, yeah it could be. Yeah. Um, obviously, I love that film. You could even consider like Creature of the Black Lagoon, like a, a sci-fi yeah, horror. I guess you know? so. Yeah. All, all those, all those yeah. classics, you know. But yeah, no, it's definitely a favourite genre of ours, isn't it? Sci-fi. Right. On to the next one. If we go, go on on that, yeah. let's spin the wheel and see <laughs> where it lands. Right, epic. Epic. Mm. Oh, it's not a not genre that's no, huge today, is it? No, but. it's not. I mean, you back obviously years ago. You had you had like Ben Hur, yeah. And these big sort of biblical, you know, Ten Commandments and that 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 gets shown every Easter, yeah, <laughs> and Christmas, you know. But I think probably um, Lawrence of Arabia. I think yeah. probably. Um, I knew you were going to say I that. I think at three hours, it's it can be considered an epic, oh, yeah. can it? Yeah. So, yeah, it just just it is. I mean, we we discussed David Lean in our last mm. um, last podcast as being one of the, one of the great directors. And I just think, yeah, that is his sort of crowning achievement, I think. Yeah. Um, it's just beautifully shot film. Um, I think it's a, it's a director's film, isn't it? Yeah, really? oh, yeah, 100%. You know? yeah. And just the camera work and everything is, is just beautiful. Obviously, you've got a great, you know, desert backdrop. Um, and there's, uh, there's the scene involving um, when Lawrence first... Uh, meets Sherry Fally, he's a speck in the distance and he gradually gets closer and closer. They actually built a a, a lens for that just for Especially that shot that, that's yeah. only ever been used in that film for oh, that wow, shot. Oh I did not know that's <laughs> yeah. amazing, isn't it? It is. But yeah, it just yeah, I just I don't know, it just I think it's it's the It's got every, every element you want. It's got adventure, that. it's got mm. drama, it's got war, it's got battles. Um so I think yeah, it's just and obviously for Peter O'Toole's debut yeah. uh, film oh, I'll tell you what he was character. absolutely robbed of the Academy Award yeah. that year but yeah 100% uh, and it's got a great soundtrack as yeah. well doesn't it it's got one of the most iconic themes of all time yeah. as well so yeah 100% I think you'll probably already know mine well, mine is Ridley Scott's Gladiator yeah <laughs> um, it might be I know this always always turns up in, in any of my lists but I just I just love the movie and I've really had a fond appreciation of it in the last couple of years um, it was always a film we used, I used to grow up watching but I didn't really understand it much um, but it's, it's I'd say it's a lot more than an epic uh, I thought it's just you, you start off with a huge battle and that just sets the tone for it but it's about redemption throughout the whole film you know this 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 guy Maximus who's, who's a general he's been um betrayed and his family killed and he just it's his story about he he doesn't care about anything anymore only about killing the ones who betrayed him and obviously that's Commodus and it's a very sad film it's a very bittersweet ending um don't want to spoil it too much you know um but yeah it's another one of Ridley Scott's crowning mm. achievements you know it, it, after a couple of duds you know that's what he, that's what happens with him um not not the most historically accurate you know no. people that's what that's what always people um, say about it not being a masterpiece but I don't think the historical accuracy if it's a good film it's a good film mm. you know you've also got a, a, a lovely soundtrack one of the best of all time and what Hans Zimmer did also working with Lisa Gerrard and it's just shot perfectly yeah. isn't it Cin the cinematography is amazing um, and 
I mean, like Ridley Scott had a had a background in advertising. We were saying the yeah. other the other week, yeah. weren't we? And uh, you can just see that. Yeah, all of his films, you can tell that they just are perfectly framed, just perfectly shot, mm. um, and they, they're actually so there's a almost an art to the yeah. actual. And you can put, you can really appreciate that, yeah. can't you? Um, yeah. It's one of the, one of the, uh, I'd say forefathers of, of modern CGI. Mm. They use a lot of CGI, and, and yeah. obviously when Oliver, Oliver Reed passed away halfway through, they were able to map his face onto another actor, use old old footage and whatnot, mm. and that was one of the first real times yeah. they ever used it. Um, they built, uh, I believe, they built I segments. Think it was of, a quarter of the yeah. amphitheater in Malta mm. when they filmed it. Yeah. So yeah, they've done a lot of yeah. things for the film industry, mm. but yeah, it's it's a film that just resonates with me because it's it's just about yeah. a guy um, going. To get, he doesn't care about anything anymore. But it's a common theme, though, isn't it? It's like yeah. like your John Wick. It's like a guy who's lost everything, just you know, doesn't care anymore no. about his own life. He just wants to get revenge on those people who've. Yeah, hundred percent, and I, th- yeah. I think I think Maximus is one of the best written characters yeah. ever. Um, just to the f- point where uh, he only then lets himself because he basically lets himself part like pass away once he knows like Lucius mm. is dead, um, and like uh, he knows that Rome's in good hands. It just shows the character of Gladi- um, Maximus. But yeah, hundred yeah. percent Gladiator is my favorite um, epic. And they kind of backed themselves into a car, didn't they, by killing him off? Yeah, because we, we always hear about this Gladiator yeah, too. This, but I don't you know, know what, sequel and how they're gonna try. And recently, it's been it's been it's had more traction again. again but, yeah. yeah. So yeah, on that note, you know, another one of my favourites is Spartacus, which is kind of a similar. Yeah. You know, but again, based <clears> on a true story about a slave who, um, who leads a an army to overthrow the Romans uh, and again it has a sad, sad ending to it mm. I'm Spartacus <laughs> <laughs> he's Spartacus <laughs> um, Longest Day that's one yeah, of yeah. one of my favourite war films well. 100% modern uh, um, you know. which is about the normally about D-Day mm. I mean cast of characters that you've got in there it's Robert got, Mitchum John yeah, Wayne huge A-listers yeah yeah, um, yeah. Uh, most expensive black and white film ever made, I believe. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah. Well, does not surprise me, to be fair. And I think they made it in black and white so they could actually cut it with actual newsreel footage. Oh, that's actual cool. footage from the time as well. That's cool. And they actually filmed it in in actual locations where all these things took place. So, yeah, I think that's... that's uh, oh, any more? Or, or you think no, of? I think so. I think we covered all, yeah. the, all the big ones. Any, any from you? you um, right. Would you consider The Bridge and the River Cry a epic? I think it is, yeah. Cause mm. it, I mean, it's quite a long film, isn't also it? Also, another a David Lean one. Um, just uh, maybe like I don't know how he topped it, but he did with lots of Arabia, obviously. <laughs> but no, it was it's it's a very good film. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Alec Guinness puts in an Oscar yeah. performance as well. Um, if you're gonna watch Lots of Arabia, you should also watch Bridge on the River Kwai. because yeah, I think so. I think that kind of goes under the radar because Lots of Arabia, you know, but. Yeah. Yeah, definitely give that one a watch. What about if you haven't. Star Wars? You call that an epic because it, it is. Yeah. Got, it's got all the themes of an epic film, yeah. hasn't it? You know, hundred percent. You know, um, redemp- whilst there's, redemption. There's another. There's another um, uh, genre in here where we could talk about. Oh, okay. That, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If there's anything you don't have any, anything else. No, to that's it. Nice. So let's spin the wheel again. Mm. See where it lands. Right here we go. Spin the wheel. 
and it's landed on ah action action right mm. okay this is our bread and butter this is my well, well I didn't realise that I actually liked action films as much because it, it was never a favourite genre of mine until no. I realised that the films that I've watched I just look ones I've recorded in bookmarks well. <laughs> um, I don't know I think probably and I don't know if I'm going to um, if I'm going to tread on your toes mm. but for me the ultimate action film because it is absolute bullshit mm. is The Rock I'll, 100% no I didn't I didn't even think of that yeah 100% no. yeah Rock no so got uh, obviously okay I can sum it up it's a Michael Bay film yeah. there you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this idea that you've got Sean Connery who's, be, who's an ex-SAS operative he's been in prison without um, trial for how many 40 50 years mm. and he's the only guy who ever broke uh, ever escaped from Alcatraz and then when when a group of marines they're pissed off because um none of their uh, foreign comrades were given any any compensation or or pensions for for their uh, service uh, they take the Alcatraz hostage um and then Sean uh Sean Connery has to lead a team into Alcatraz <laughs> to free them and it is it's just and then you've got Nick Cage in there as this uh, chemical expert yeah because they use VX, VX yeah. gas don't they and it's just it is it, but it is fun oh it's, it's, it's brilliant film. Fun. you'll have a great time with you this know, film it's not it's not like you know it's not going to be um, Oscar bait <laughs> yeah. by any means but like like uh, Chito says Michael Bay that's all you need to know well, when you think of action you think balls to the wall like explosions yeah. and it just has everything you yeah. want in an action film it is absolutely brilliant um, do you want to go with yours before yeah I... um, it, it's, mine's been mentioned previously but Die Hard yeah yeah. I think Die Hard right. is the I've heard it been called the the ultimate action movie because it has everything you want yeah. from an action movie um, and you and the reason why I say Die Hard is because it Die Hard is one of those films that's been replicated many yeah. many a time you know you, you you, I mean Die Hard was obviously it's like that one man location against and you have yeah. loads of films you can say okay that's Die Hard on a plane or that's Die Hard on a train or whatnot. Yeah. you know but yeah I'll just we already talked about it so we don't have to go over it but Die Hard is <laughs> well the thing there. is as well is um John McClane, all right, is a is a New York cop, but he's kind of like an everyman. Yeah, he's, not, he's not a superhero. At the time, you had Sylvester Stallone, yeah, you had a muscle-bound no. action hero. He's just an ordinary guy caught in a situation, um, and he just you know tries to get out of it. Essentially, and a great hero. You need a great villain as well. And yeah. Hans Gruber, yeah. Alan Rickman. That was I can't believe that was his. his um, it was his debut, wasn't it, in Hollywood? Yeah. And I, I believe they just went into. They probably went into the West End, picked because he was he was um, theatre trained. He was doing theatre at the time, stage acting, and they picked him. And literally, Hans Gruber is always on top ten villains, or maybe even top five villains of all time. Um, he's he's one of those villains where you you don't like. He, he's evil, but you just you can't help but like him, can't you? Because he's just so yeah. He's really funny yeah. as well, isn't he? You know, and well, there's human to it as well. Mm. And and like when he when he in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves as well. Yeah, great great um, villain and a lot of because I think they, they let him actually rewrite his own lines yeah. and so he brought a lot of humour into it as well and that's when you know they were, how respected yeah. they are as well but yeah no yeah. 100% is, is uh, like I said I, I just think it's the ultimate action yeah. movie because it's been tried to it's been replicated so many yeah. times time and time again yeah 
Um, I mean, there's so many action well, movies. I mean, so many. 90s was that the ultimate decade for action oh, yeah. films? Oh yeah, 90s, 100%. Late 80s, 90s. Yeah, le- leading in late 80s. So you got like, you know, you had like Commando and Predator, and yeah. you know uh, those films, and you know, then you had the things like Con Air, Executive yeah. Decision, just um, bullshit all, stories. The, the two Under Siege films are yeah, our favourite exactly. stars as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think nineties because they had the most, they carried the most tropes of action yeah. movies, and you had um, all the stereotypical action directors were in their prime at that, at that point. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, Noble, I'd say um, uh, another mention is is I really really love Transformers. Mm. When I was talking about Michael Bay, I was like, oh, the first Transformers, the Michael Bay one, is is absolutely amazing. But um, Armageddon. Armageddon is brilliant as well. Yeah, yeah. There's so many. This is the thing. Action movies are the are the main genre of movie. Yeah. That's what they. That's what. So it's, we're not going to try and list off every one. But no. is any no. is any would like to mention just before we we move on? Uh, no, that's it. Yeah, I think. Okay, I'm really yeah. happy with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, let's spin the wheel again. Sorry if we missed out any movies you like, but like I said, it's it's yeah. there's so many films in there, and it's only one yeah. genre. Okay. Science fiction action film. Science fiction action. Um, that's difficult because it's it's like we've already covered action and science mm. fiction. Um, uh, I'd probably say Armageddon. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, it's again just a bullshit story yeah. that this asteroid's heading to Earth, and the best they can find NASA can find is this group of redneck <laughs> oil, oil, oil drillers. <laughs> And so, rather than train, uh, you know, rather than have like highly trained astronauts train them out to out to drill, which you you could probably actually get a probe up there to do it, yeah. couldn't you? Um, no, they they send these these uh, eclectic mix, shall we say, of of people up there to do it. Yeah, but and no. it's, again, it's got the excuse me, it's got the usual action tropes and mm. and the ending where the guy sacrifices everything, you know, to well, save again, the world. It's directed by Michael Bay and yeah. it's produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. So there you go. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's an uh, unholy baby <laughs> of theirs, isn't it? <laughs> but it's the thing. Even though people can be, it's like a run-of-the-mill um, action movie. Yeah, it's got pure motion and stakes yeah, in it as well, doesn't it? Does, it? Yeah, and it, it just. I, it's I think if you, like you say for any action movie, you've got to be in, you've got to be invested in it. Yeah. So there's got to be something about it that you know like you say stakes that you actually care about because yeah. I've watched action films I thought I don't give a shit if they die yeah, or not. exactly but, you know but yeah it, it does get you and it's emotional as well and I mean the um the, the absolute legendary um soundtrack yeah. by Trevor Rabin as well yeah. just adds that and oh even thinking about it you know, <laughs> tear up don't you but yeah 100% Armageddon yeah. is up there and it's only a film because I've only seen it about twice but yeah I've seen it quite recently and it's a film I really do care about now and I really do yeah. I've, I've grown on it you know what I mean because it's, it's I always used to think it was like a run of the yeah. mill but no I think it's it's like I said having those stakes having having that pure emotion mm-hmm. you really care about the characters yeah. and you care about the story as well which is integral yeah right so my, mine is um, Predator yeah and it's a film it was the first of 18 I watched in, yeah in, when you were about 10 yep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um so I've, I've grown up watching this film um, I'm, a, I'm a huge as everyone knows I'm a huge Arnold Schwarzenegger fan and it is the most macho film ever made yeah. isn't it you know yeah. you've got like the Dylan you son of a bitch scene 
But what I love as well is it's so much more than just like the run-of-the-mill action sci-fi because obviously when you've got a very intimidating antagonist in uh, The Predator, obviously, played by Kevin Peter Hall. And he's, he's, what, seven foot two, is he, or something like that? So he's huge. Um, he goes invisible, so you can't you can't see him. So he's... he's the, the antagonist has already got an advantage over the, our protagonist, which is... Uh, which makes you uncomfortable. Mm. It's in the jungles. Which well, is it's, it's that fear of the unknown, yeah. isn't it? You've got this something there haunting you, you know that, but you can't see it, no. and you've got no way of protecting yourself from that. What I love, though, is 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 they don't show the predator, the actual... You don't see the mm. predator until quite far in yeah. the movie. So up until that, all you see is this thing stalking them, don't you? And you're like, what is that? What do you see, Billy? <laughs> You should pick up a voice actor. I know. Uh, Get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's got like it's got um Carl Weathers in. It's got Jesse Ventura in. It's got Arnold so Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it's Steve Black in. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just it's amazing. <laughs> and what I, what I like as well is once it's the classic. Uh, you know, you will know who's going to be the, the the final man. It's obviously going to be Arnie. But as they all get picked off one by one, Arnie has to go back to like man's. Um, Almost prehistoric ways, you know, yeah. primitive ways. Yeah. Um, he makes traps. Um, he ditches everything and, and he sticks to crossbows and yeah. whatnot. And and it really is. It's well, it's it's that um, technology again against like primitive yeah. weapons. And and it just makes it so much more engaging, doesn't yeah. it? You know. And I mean the, oh, the oh, exactly oh, 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 oh. <laughs> the. Uh, the ending I'll tell you what the, the actual ending scene um, is absolutely amazing because it's, it's it shows it showcases all of the traps Arnie's done and whatnot, and it shows his plan but then it goes awry doesn't it and it, yeah. and it just shows yeah. um, uh, obviously that's when we first get to see the predator take his mask off and then Arnie goes what the fuck are you or Dunny mm. and uh, yes yeah, so I just think it's the um I think it's the best science fiction action mm. film. Maybe I'm a bit biased because I grew up with it, but mm. and also a, a, a brilliant score by Alan Silvestri as well. So yeah, yeah. I actually thought you would have gone for Aliens. Really? Yeah. I was close to, but oh, I just, Terminator Two. This thing, I just was. I yeah. was just so. I so, just grew up with Predator, yeah. and I just yeah, I so really love that. So film. notable mentions. Yeah, Term, Terminator films again. Yeah, Arnie. Um, Aliens. Yeah. which is a completely different film to the original. Yeah, the original's more of a. Horror, it's like fiction. a tight tense. Yeah, it's like the thing. It's that claustrophobic, uh, atmospheric film. Whereas Aliens is again like a balls to the wall action yeah. film. Shot midway through the eighties, so there yeah. you go. But yeah, yeah no, they they are very honourable <coughs> mentions. So, yeah. anything else? Or, or um, no, I don't think no. so. Not from me, you know. No. So on to the next spin again. See where it lands. What have we got? Okay, family film. Family films. Um, what? <laughs> uh, SpongeBob SquarePants hey, yes. movie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that is um, that is a go-to. I think. I remember. Uh, this is just a nice little um, anecdotal. We, we, it's, um, we were going to go shopping once, and uh, we, we literally set up to go. And then we saw SpongeBob movie was on, and we we're like, "Oh, we we'll watch like ten minutes." We ended up watching the whole yeah. film, didn't we? And the goofy goober, it's the goober tear at the end. That that, that will bring a grandma to tears again, hundred <laughs> yeah, um, percent. 
but yeah, it's just a, it's just I think I love SpongeBob anyway, mm. but I yeah. just think the movie was great. Yeah, fantastic. The the sequel not so good. No, um, I mean that's David Hasselhoff. I know. Well, yeah, that's probably my yeah my one. I think bigger boot, mate. You know yeah, what I mean? that's, that's a scary scene. That is. Um, I don't know what because this thing. There's so there's a lot of films that that can be another genre that are family films as well. Yeah. Um, right. This has taken me a, a couple. I'd say about a minute to, to think, but I've finally thought of one. Stuart Little. Yeah. What a banger that is. <laughs> the other, not that long ago. I woke up at like 4 a.m. I was like, oh, I'm going to put on a movie, but I didn't know what to watch. And then I was just scrolling through Sky and I saw Stuart Little. I was like, I was like, taking a look around. I'm like, I'm going to watch the fuck out of this film. <laughs> and it is so, it's so good. It's such a banger. Even Man. at my ripe old age, I was 21 back then. But it's, it, obviously it's a film. I was the perfect age for it when it came out. Yeah. And I've grown up with the film because it was very nostalgic for me. Cause, yeah. But I hadn't watched it for about 15 years maybe. And it just... It's such a banger fil- film, and it's such a feel-good film as well. And Blue One actually has quite a lot of emotion and, and mm. whatnot, and and it, it's quite engaging. Uh, What's that like an orphan mouse being adopted <laughs> by a, Hugh a family? <laughs> Hugh Laurie and Gina Davis, yeah. Davis, mate. But no, yeah, hundred percent Stuart Little for mine. And this thing, there's so many other family films, but yeah. we were saying that they kind of um, maybe take another genre that's yeah. more. Um, We've got like animation. You've got Christmas films. A lot of yeah. them are, are family orientated. Um, you've got like films like Beethoven, yeah. Cats and Dogs, uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. I mean, just loads. There's like, so yeah, many, isn't there? Just so many you can can't list them all. Mm. So, right, all right, yeah, sure. let's go, let's go, let's give it another whirl. And what have we got? We've Western. Got Western. Right. Okay. This is a genre that I yeah. This is this is Robbo's genre. Again, I didn't realize how how much I love westerns till mm. I realized how many westerns I've watched. Yeah, um, I've really got my answer by the way. Yeah, so. well, I think yours is probably going to be the same as mine. Okay, that's fine. Well, actually, no, it might not be because it's I'm I'm to, I'm kind of torn between two. Yeah, um, I love the I love the um, Dollars trilogy. Yeah, um, but I think my favorite western, and I think. Probably the best western of all time is The Searches, yeah. which is John Wayne. That now, wasn't my decision. No, you said no. No, you you got it. You got it. Was you that your choice? Was no, it? Wasn't oh, right. No. You you go it. Um, I love this film. Um, it's probably John Wayne's finest performance. Yeah. Um, it's probably his premiere film as well. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. And again, it's it's featured on our our uh, other podcast of mm. greatest movie endings. It's such a sad ending. Um to it as well so I, th- I think yeah I think that's probably one that I think is probably the best well, now I I haven't watched many westerns but um, I'd say my favourite is definitely Unforgiven well, that's, that's my other one oh, uh, yeah, that's Unforgiven. why I was kind of torn between that and, and just the, the realness and the brutality of, of, yeah. of the film and once again it's, it's about almost about redemption as well isn't it yeah um, well, the Western genre at that time like, was out, out, was dead, yeah. and nobody was making westerns. And Clint Eastwood comes along and makes arguably, I think, his best film yeah. and best western, you know, of certainly of of this generation, yeah. I guess. And like you say, it is it's gritty, it's raw, 
um, it shows I think the re realities of because a lot of uh, westerns pre that it was all about you know gunfighters coming and they were, they were all um, it was all very clean yeah um, it wasn't very real was it no it wasn't I mean? yeah uh, but that could have been down to the production cost. Yeah, maybe. maybe. But and also, obviously, um, yeah. Clint Eastwood. Even though he directs, he puts in a great performance. Yeah. So does Gene Hackman as well. It's also got um, Morgan Freeman in. Yeah. So what is there not to like? Yeah. And then, like you say, it's it's about kind of redemption in mm -hmm. a way, um, and it's about maybe people who can't really change. You no, know? Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's a it's. A fantastic film, and, a, and a, I love I love the third act of the film as well. Um, when he comes in with the with the shotgun, yeah. um, it's absolutely brilliant. And if you haven't seen it, I'd recommend because it's yeah. one of those films you have to watch. You know, well, I think that's that's kind of influenced um, a well, lot of films that that have come after well, it. Well, Unforgiven started the '90s western craze yeah. where there was a western every week. You yeah. know what I mean? Because, um, like you said, it truly was mm -hmm. a dead. Dead yeah. genre. Any any more you can think of? Tombstone, I think. Yeah. Um, I I would take Tombstone over White Herb. Yeah. A, any day. Um, I would even say No Country for Old Men, which is yeah. kind of a, a neo neo noir western, I think. But there's a lot of films like that that yeah. are kind of modern takes on a western. Well, my favorite modern western is is The Revenant. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that film. Um, once again, that's about um revenge, redemption. Mm. You know. Um, also. Um, apparently, this film is considered western, but Westworld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see where that is. Yeah, Even, although it's in, yeah, it's still in that setting, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, there's, like I said, it, it, um, another one of my favourites, Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so. Even like I said, even though I've not watched many, I do have a fond appreciation because at one point it was the backbone of movies, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Westerns, you know, and they were a huge yeah. part of of. The history of cinema, you know, um, but is, is there anything else you can no, think of? I think we covered that. Yeah. Right. On to the next. Okay. Sorry, there's a lot of dead dead air. Yeah, we're just waiting, we're for waiting for the right. wheel. Slasher. Slasher. Well. Um, so we're gonna have both have the same answer, aren't we? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, I would say it's got to be Halloween, yeah. hasn't it, really? Yeah. Um, which is kind of the original slasher film. I can't really think of any modern... I mean, I know, I know like, people say Psycho is, like, the predecessor, but, no, for... Halloween started off the slasher craze of the 80s, yeah. um, and even though it was, it was made in 1978, it still is the premier slasher film, yeah. isn't it, you know, of its, of its kind. Um, when you think of slashers, when you think of... of um, horror movie icons. You think of Michael Myers, don't you? Yeah. And uh, we've got the, you got so kind of the maybe the big three or big four. You got you know uh, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, yeah. and maybe Leatherface, yeah, possibly. When you think of that kind oh, of oh yeah, slasher. Leatherface is definitely up there, yeah. You know? But um, yeah, I'd just but yeah. obviously it's, it's inspired other films like Scream and those yeah. kind of. Well, like I said, it started the slash of and craze. obviously uh, spawned lots many of sequels. Ten yeah. sequels, maybe more. The thing, I think, I think Halloween is one of those slasher films where it transcends the slasher. It's, it's because uh, it's this thing. It's so simple, but it's so much more than mm. what it's portraying. And how John Carpenter took a budget of three hundred thousand dollars and made literally one of the greatest films ever made. Once again, 
uh, we're talking about the thing about that 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 tight crampness yeah, that you it's have. It's a common thing where you've got this kind of this. It's not quite a um, a cut off community, no, but it, it is in a way. Um, and you've got this this unstoppable force of nature, really, entity, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like Jaws, but yeah, you know, and the thing, and so it's those kind of common themes. Um, How I can describe it is Michael Myers is a his body is a vessel yeah. for evil, isn't it? And you've got obviously Doctor Loomis, mm. who's that kind of the guy who everyone thinks is a bit bit crazy, crazy, yeah. But turns out to be right in the yeah. end, and he's the only one who really, really yeah. uh, um, is trying to stop him, isn't it? Yeah. But what what I love is is John Carpenter was able to make a whole town feel the size mm. of 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 a house yeah. or something, you know, and yeah, just. It started that whole thing where oh Michael could be in a corner or Michael could be be, mm. be behind that piece of furniture, and yeah, it's just that it really does get your, yeah. your it's it's the the thing that's scariest about Halloween is it the thing is the the things that aren't there mm. you know like it's, it makes very good use of light yeah and shadow yeah Dean well, Cund Dean Cundy was brilliant was really started his career you, you when we talk about lighting you talk about that scene where Laurie she's seen the dead body she steps back and ever so slightly you just see Michael's face illuminate mm. behind her in, in the doorway and it's just stuff like that it's so effective um, also a brilliant one of the best sound pe people talk about soundtracks but that's one of the best soundtracks of all time mm. um, obviously John Carpenter doing it himself but yeah 100% there was only a real one answer wasn't there yeah. for this uh, yeah. Halloween is the premiere slasher uh -huh. and yeah. yeah like I said like you said um, one of the mentions you got like the Friday the 13th um, even though I don't think it's anywhere near as good no. as Halloween um, you've got like Nightmare on Elm Street Scream Leatherface yeah. but I thought Nightmare on Elm Street was a good concept so that you can't even hide in your own dreams yeah, where exactly. you can actually die by going to sleep that's that's um, it's a very really scary yeah. proposition isn't it but yeah but I think most like you say most most slasher films now take their lead from pretty much from Halloween and yeah. and other formula that, that John Carpenter set up yeah, yeah. But no, on to the next yeah, one. Yeah, okay. Like I said, every time, like Robert said, every time there's a pause, we're just waiting for the wheel. Animation. And Animation. Does, that, does that play into SpongeBob for you? Um, yeah, but I think also, um, I think it's probably going to be. I'm, I'm torn between a couple again. Mm. Do you want me to go first, and you can uh, think about on, it? You can go okay, so first. my uh, one because I was the perfect age for this, and two because who doesn't love it? And three, I grew up with this movie. Is the it's gonna surprise quite a few people about the Simpsons movie? No, that was one I was tying yeah. with. Yeah, I love I love because we saw it in the cinema. Yeah. I remember I yeah. love the Simpsons movie. Like I said, I was the perfect age for it. Um, grew up watching it, and mm. uh, I've watched it a couple of times on Disney Plus, and I love it as much as the first time I watched it. Um, it it's sort of like because it came at a time where The Simpsons was sort of on its decline, didn't it? Yeah. And then it kind of revitalized the series. Um, but yeah, it's just so it really like t take The Simpsons away. It actually is a really good story as well, isn't it? And it has that same kind of like um, humor you might. <laughs> my guy yeah hairy proper mate um but no it kind of has elements of humor from yeah. that you'd see in in like the the 90s simpsons mm -hmm. you know i think they really put out all the stops and it's, yeah. it's even the animation is much cleaner as well than, than how it used to be but 
I think that's definitely yeah because I mean we're waiting sort of a, I mean I think a Simpsons movie had been around the idea for, for ages yeah for, for a long time and then it finally came along um, and I think some people are a little bit disappointed with it but yeah it was, it's a good film I really enjoy what, it what I like is it's kind of also canon as well yeah it is it's yeah. not like a standalone film no because later later episodes of The Simpsons refer to elements within the movie, and you also see Spider Pig yeah. and whatnot, don't you? Yeah, so, so yeah, and it's just cool to see The Simpsons on on the yeah. big screen, and it and I think it, it maybe a couple of years earlier would have been the perfect perfect time, yeah. but I'm just if they tried it now, it wouldn't it wouldn't no. have got any any traction at yeah. all, really. So yeah, that's why it's on my list. What about you? Um. I'm gonna say Shrek. I think. Yeah. Um, which, which one? Number one, the two. The first one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because that was. Um, he's kind of a little bit like an antihero, isn't he? he is, in yeah. a way. Um, but again, it's a, it's a little bit about redemption and you know um, how even the most uh, I would say horrible people can find love because mm. he's not he's not essentially horrible is he? No. he just just wants to be left alone in his yeah. swamp and no. i believe wasn't wasn't that um dreamworks first um kind of film I to combat was. pixar wasn't yeah. it you know because that then again I, I i was thinking about maybe toy story yeah. or even monsters inc which yeah. i think is an absolute banger yeah they are they're brilliant films all of them always <laughs> so yeah i am i'm available for voice work if anybody <laughs> wants it yeah, I mean, there's so many good. I mean, Pixar. I don't think have made made a bad film, have they? Really? No, not really. Um, no. So yeah, there's just so many that you you just can't really list them all, can you? And I'm not a big fan of Disney. I've got to say. Yeah. I find Disney a little bit too saccharine, too too sort of um, yeah, too sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I prefer. I prefer sort of cartoons that are a little bit subversive, well, a bit like SpongeBob and, mm. and Shrek and that. Um, you got any more? Well, I was just saying with, with Disney, obviously you know, people are going to be screaming at us for not mentioning about any of the the classic Disney. Yeah. But just, we never grew up with that, did we? Yeah. You know, we we always watched um, Looney Tunes instead of Disney, yeah. didn't we, and stuff yeah. like that. So that's only why. Don't go. I love the Pixar stuff. It's absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, there could there could be so many. But I'd say honourable mention Shrek Two because I, I I love Shrek Two. Yeah. It's got a bang of a soundtrack as well, doesn't it? You know. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, if you can't think of any more, no, we'll move on. Yeah, I think yeah, I'll put that one. All right, on to the next. There's only a few more now. Uh, oh, superhero. Superhero. So I'll let you go first. So you know, I'm not a big fan of superhero films. No, yeah. I'm not a big fan of them. The, the sort of MCU and the modern DCU um, it's just the fact that I think you know one film's enough for each character I don't see the need to do like 50 films just mm. to make money because they know people are going to go and watch it but I guess the first film I, I really remember seeing the cinema was Superman 2 yeah. so I think I'm going to go with the original Christopher Reeve Superman Um because I think that kind of maybe revived the genre yeah. again. I mean, if we just focus on on, on what was before that first suit, the, the first suit. Well, you had, you had sort of the campy Batman series. Yeah. You had the, you had a Superman TV series in the fifties. Mm. Um, you didn't really have 
superhero films up to that point. No. They're more um, like, t- like you said, TV series. Yeah, I mean, you had, you had so I think, around the same time, late 70s, you had a few Spider-Man films, but they're nothing like, obviously, what you get nowadays no. in terms of the special effects. You didn't have CGI, so it's all, it was all uh, practical effects. But I just think, yeah, um, Superman, particularly the first one, the Richard mm. Donner one, um, I think it's a really good film. I think it's one of those films where, for the genre, you don't even need to explain. It's no. just it, Superman is the most iconic character, yeah. and it's one of the, mo- it's the, as in terms of iconicness, it's the premier mm. superhero film, isn't it? You yeah, know, it started so. it started it all. It really yeah. did it, and that set up the foundations for even fil- superhero yeah. movies nowadays. You know, maybe if it wasn't for that, even maybe if it wasn't for yeah. for Superman. We wouldn't have the the whole cinematic universe as we have nowadays. Because uh, obviously they made um, four of the Christopher yeah. Reeve ones, but Superman Returns is a direct oh, yeah. um, is a direct sequel to those four films. Yeah, I know it went it went through a bit of development hell to get made, but uh, but yeah. So without without that, maybe we wouldn't have had uh, Batman. You know, Tim Burton. Batman mm. and the MCU. It basically started a genre on its own, didn't it? So yeah. So yeah, yeah. not brilliant pick. I think you'll all, all know what mine is going to be. You know, <laughs> this is a film I've said about a billion times. I'm Batman. <laughs> See, seriously, voice actors. <laughs> well, no, yeah, it's The Dark Knight. Um, yeah. yeah, I could talk for hours. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I'm only going to say a bit, but uh, Batman is obviously one of my favourite um, movie characters of all time. He's my favourite superhero. One of the most iconic of all time, part of that t- that list, that tier A characters of of Super Superman, mm-hmm. Batman, Spider Man, um, and it was at a time where superhero movies were almost dead, really. You know, mm-hmm. uh, for DC movies, you know, you think about the the campy ninety nineties yeah. Batman ones. Um, well, I think right, I think Bat the first Batman I remember. I'm sure there was a nineteen thirties like serial. Um, like a weekly oh, yeah. serial of Batman, um, and then obviously you had the sixties Adam West, yeah. which was just very very camp. It literally follows the same yeah. comic formula. Yeah, but then obviously with Tim Burton's, it he tried to get it was a bit oh, I darker. I, I liked him, but I liked him. But there's still two. that element of campness yeah, around it, particularly with the villains. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then when you get past uh, the Michael Keaton one into George Clooney and Val Kilmer, then it, it really does get into that real it's, campness. Yeah, it? and I mean, it's it. I think they they that's, that's certainly what they're going for because mm-hmm. it's all about the campiness, isn't it? And yeah. I think it really made because Batman is the darkest character there is, yeah. and I think it really made a mockery of him. Um, and then yeah, Christopher Nolan was was at the time like really up and coming you know, I had a few good films behind him but he was like I want, I want to make because he was a huge Batman fan he's like I want to make a, a Batman film a trilogy and I want to make it my way and you can't talk about The Dark Knight without talking about you know Batman Begins mm. which is your your favourite the, the... It's, again it was like um, Batman was in development hell for years and yeah. years and Warner Brothers you know for whatever reason um, they, they just put off making Batman, didn't they? They seem like a terrible yeah. production company, don't they? Yeah. You know, but I think Nolan was like, no, yeah, lots, of, lots of people attached to it, lots of scripts, lots of you know actors attached to it. 
And I do. I generally do believe no one was like, yeah. right, you're doing it my way or no way. Well, and the idea behind Batman, the central premise is that you can become a superhero if you've got enough money. You know, yeah. if you're a billionaire, but that's not the case, is no. it, with this one? Because obviously, with Batman Begins, Bruce Wayne he suffers a childhood trauma. And, yeah, goes off, trains with Vazalgu. Yeah, in in sort of ninja skills. So he puts time and effort yeah. into it. You know what I mean? And yeah, okay. The the, you know, the money helps him buy like expensive ties, like the yeah. tumbler and the and everything else. But he still puts in the work. Well, yeah, he's he, still know? got to put in the work, and, and he still suffers. I mean. I think the first time he goes out, he ends up getting injured, doesn't yeah. he? He gets stabbed and, you know, he comes back with bruised so and he knows the cons- he knows so. the consequences and he still wants to protect yeah. Gotham. But, yeah, I just think that the, the Dark Knight um, heightens everything from Batman Begins. Uh, I know it's a bit easier because an origin story, you're, you're kind of boxed in at some, mm. some ways. But, yeah, and I think it has the, the, other than Darth Vader, the best villain. Did he always intend it to be three films yeah it was always going to be a trilogy because what you tend to find like George Lucas always saying you know I wanted to make three films I couldn't make it so I made I made the first <laughs> film so you know it's it's easy for like the first film to be standalone yeah. and then you're kind of going oh shit I've got to make two more films well, it would seem that because yeah. Batman Begins is very gothic you know yeah. it's very it's, it's, to be fair it's a lot darker than, than the, the Dark Knight but yeah. no I, I think he always intended it to be a trilogy oh, right. but yeah it just heightens everything um and obviously the characters had a whole movie's worth of development mm. um even side characters like commissioner gordon and whatnot they're just it's just great to see them on screen that it's so well written so well executed um brilliant brilliant score from hans zimmer one of my favorite of all time and brilliant performances all around like i said um christine bell he's one of yeah. my favorite actors and he's brilliant as well, i've got to admit right i i put off watching because it, it just didn't really appeal no. to me and then you, you said watch it and I watched it and I thought it was really good and Christian Bell is I've seen him in, in quite a few films now yeah. and he is like a chameleon he, he does yeah. I mean I saw him latest film I saw him was in Vice where he plays Dick Cheney and you, you wouldn't know it was Christian Bell no he looks exactly like you know, and the, you know American Psycho uh, the mechanic all these things that he goes through to to Obviously, he's full on method. You can just he? appreciate that, can't yeah. you? You appreciate the whole. But work. he's a really good actor as well. He, he actually he loses himself in in the role, and he he's totally believable. Mm. I think because I'm a, I'm a little maybe a bit of controversy, but I I really didn't think Michael Keaton was a good choice. No, I don't for, think for I don't Bruce think he was Wayne. either. Because um, he was more he came from like uh, more of a comedy background. Yeah. And you want you want a, you want a, a, a real yeah. dark someone who can encompass yeah. that you know what I mean, but and then talk about the Joker played by Heath Ledger and yeah. many people say that that him being so method because he went very method yeah. for this and him he, he even resorted to to get to those type of to put in those performances he even went to narcotics and unfortunately obviously he OD shortly after but. People even said that he went to those yeah, that, that length to, to, to go right. for that, and yeah, it's one of the, yeah. the most iconic. And it's the thing: the Joker's always been iconic, but he just he just implemented the Joker as an absolute legendary antagonist. You know yeah. what I mean? And he, he's, he's 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 so much more than an antagonist though, because he's got so many layers. Because he's um, basically the gangs. There's no crime now in Gotham because the the gangs can't operate, and they hire jo- the Joker to kill Batman, but he doesn't want to kill Batman because he's like you make my life so much better 
because it gives them something well, to like do, it gives they're, them purpose. They're, they're, they're kind of both different, you know, like different sides of the same coin. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, it's like that. Um, you know, good and evil, yin and yang kind of thing. Everything's in balance. So you know, he, without Batman, he can't really exist. No, exactly. And so, then Batman can't exist. Yeah, without, you know, no, so. so it's that kind of. Code but of yeah, pens, it's, it's, yeah. You know, it's got it's got one of the best opening scenes in history in, in the bank heist scene, and it's got a very emotional um, ending scene with with obviously Harvey Dent as Two Face dying. Um, Batman spoiler alert, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, Batman yeah. covering it up and then going into hiding for the Dark Knight Rises. But yeah, yeah I could talk about it for hours about this. So yeah, that's that's my favorite I've super movie. Never seen Ben Affleck as Batman. No, I haven't. No, no. Um, are you looking forward to Robert Pattinson? Yeah, as the Batman. Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. They, funnily enough, they call Ben Affleck's Batman is referred to as Fat Man because yeah. he's really he's really <laughs> overweight and all of them. So yeah. Um, any other? Oh yeah, mentions. I got I got um Sam maybe Spider Man yeah Spider Man one and two, I love them and I'm a bit like believe it or not I, even though I do like the MCU there's many films in it that I don't like but the what the highlights I do like is like the first Iron Man film I think that's absolutely brilliant Captain America the Winter Soldier and Avengers Infinity War and Endgame I'd say so if there's not if there's any you don't no no I don't think so and little little special even though it is is Keaton. Batman Returns yeah because okay. I grew up with that and it's got Danny DeVito oh, as the penguin Turbo Man Turbo <laughs> <laughs> if they could make that yeah. I'd, I'd watch that if they make it in the movie but yeah we'll move okay. on then yeah yeah next next go right let's see ooh thriller film thriller film mm. oh probably one that I've Watch. I don't know really because oh there's so many I mean you think about like um, very good directors and thriller films yeah. you've got like uh, David Fincher yeah. um, Christopher Nolan they're all brilliant thriller so maybe any from there I was going to say um, would you say American Psycho is a thriller or is that more of a slasher film I call it. I yeah. call it like a comedy thriller. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it, it's it's a really odd film to categorise. Because yeah. uh, again, it's Christian Bale with a great performance. Mm. Um, and it, again, I still we 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 discussed this before as sort of film endings, but it's got it's just a weird film. Yeah, it is. And I'm still no clearer <laughs> on what was real and what was. It's mm. one of those where you don't know what's going because he's he's he sort of fantasizes about being a serial killer and then st and then goes out and starts killing people but then in the end you find out that those people are alive some of the you? people that he's supposed to have killed are still alive and some of the events that happened in the film may or may not have happened and they may have only happened in his head yeah so you're never quite sure what is real and what isn't um so yeah i think that's that's oh it's, it's absolutely brilliant no, film. again it's i only watched it recently and and it just yeah it just was uh, I think it's an amazing film mm. uh, great great performance from Bale again mm. essential performance and once again it's one of those films where it do delves into maybe mental health doesn't yeah. it you know there's yeah. obviously something wrong with Patrick Bateman isn't yeah. there and also I love how it sh shows that 80s yuppie culture as yeah. well doesn't it you know they're doing coke oh, in the yeah. bathroom and stuff you know that, that excess um, and, and can, I mean that might have actually driven him to become a serial killer that kind of um, you know greed is good kind of mentality yeah uh, cut and thrust of like stock market, stock trading, and stuff like that. 
Am I just talking bollocks? No, 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 <laughs> yeah, no 100%. Because the people that Bateman hangs around with aren't really nice people. No, they're they? not. No. At all. No. But yeah, I, I would say, yeah. Oh, yeah, Manchester Psycho's. Uh, yeah. Really but I mean, cool. there's lots of other ones. Yeah, there's brilliant. I'll let you go, and then I'll... Okay, I'll yeah, you can say that. Yeah. Right, so mine, mine is, um, once again, No Shock, Inception. <laughs> um, as well as it being one of my favourite films of all time, it's definitely my favourite thriller. Um, once again, it's a Christopher Nolan one, I must admit, mm-hmm. you know, but everyone knows. And obviously another Leonardo DiCaprio one, but just the... it. He said it took him 10 years to write the script or something like that, and you can really see it, because it is a totally totally um unique premise isn't it you know um about pe- people going into someone's mind and then planting it's this this kind of layers within layers yeah within layers and you've got these things happening <clears throat> concurrently and it, yeah and it, the fact that the characters idea. don't know if they're in the real world or they ever told yeah. them and whatnot yeah um and yeah just all this put together just makes for it's like a thrill ride almost you know what I mean because it feels like you're really there as well you're part of it and yeah I just think it's such a unique premise that you can really believe him when he said it took him 10 years to mm. to um, make and it's executed perfectly got a brilliant brilliant um, soundtrack as well and it got brilliant got a brilliant ending to it as well it's very very sad at times but it's also action packed like I said there's thrills in there um, there's a bit of banter between the characters there's everything you want in a thriller film really you know I could sit here and talk about it for ages but yeah I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and explain Inception you've got to watch it yourself mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin it and plus it's it's very confusing so yeah. um, I've also got a couple more um, well, adventures probably, so I'll let you go first though probably mine are going to be uh, Seven again yeah Seven because yeah. um, that is a it's quite a disturbing film as well. It is, yeah. Um, particularly ending. Again, we've covered that in another podcast. Um, Gone Girl, yeah. which is, was really fucked up film. I really... Because um, it just starts off as a normal kind of film and then it just just then descends into something completely yeah. different. Like 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 Chiel says, you've got to watch it. Um, what were some of yours then? Uh, well, for, for a bit of the classics, I think Psycho is obviously one of the yeah. best... Um, like I said, Psycho's one of films, you don't need to explain it, because um, mm. everyone knows how great it is. Um, but yeah, no, that that really started off, that is the premier thriller film, as in terms of iconicness, and obviously Alfred Hitchcock's greatest work, so yeah, Psycho's got to be up there for me. Yeah. I, also, I also love um, Cape Fear as well, Cape Fear's yeah. brilliant, brilliant, you know, that's Martin Scorsese's um, turn out of thriller film, you know. Um, Shutter Island's brilliant mm-hmm. as well, that's another Scorsese. Um, yeah, so many thriller films. Once again, is another one of the backbones of of, of film. So it's, yeah. there's so many, but yeah, I can't really think of any more that. And I would uh, say, well, you say there's loads. There's absolutely loads. Yeah. Well, I'm <clears throat> I think we've probably got time for a couple more. Yeah. Do you feel there's not that much no. left anyway? Right, war film. War film, right. Uh, again, there's there's so many to choose mm. from. Um, obviously, Longest Day is one of my favourites. Um, Bridge on the River Kwai. Mm. Um, what's the, for you, what's the premier war premier film? Premier war film. Well, I'd, it's, I would say The Great Escape. 
yeah. to be honest. Um, I just because again, it's it's not it's it's a bit of a it, it's comedic elements, it's yeah. a bit dramatic. But yeah, I just I just love the film. I I know it's it's based on a true story, but it's just one that I can watch over oh, and yeah. over again. Hundred percent, you know. And it's yeah, it's not it's not the best war film, I guess. But yeah, it just I just enjoy it so much when I watch it. No, it's, it's, yeah. it's a brilliant film and it's quite tense at times, isn't it, as yeah. well, when you're seeing yeah. the scenes of, of them trying to hide the, the holes up and whatnot, <laughs> you know. Um, and yeah. it's quite a... Maybe spoilers, but it doesn't end well for them, does it, no, really, it you know? No. And yeah. uh, But they still they still keep that spirit and whatnot, you know what I mean? Yeah. You see Steve McQueen, he, he's still trying to get um, away, isn't he, you know? Yeah, and probably the greatest, probably the greatest one is Escape to Victory. What's a banger that is, mate? <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you didn't know what that is, it's uh, stars Michael Caine, Sylvester Stallone, a host of footballers including uh, Bobby Moore, Pele, Ozzy Adiles, uh Mickey Summerby, and they're all prisoners of war that agree to have a match against the Germans. And then they escape after. And they escape they? after. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's um, a very English film, wasn't it? You know? Well, yeah, Stallone, he's an American, but he enlisted in the Canadian Army so he could enter the war. And, you know, it's just. It just just, but it, again, it's amazing because it's actually a, a John Huston film. It is, yeah. And just completely random film of his. Um, but it's, again, it's just a, a fun film and it's completely bullshit. Mm. But definitely, if you're a football fan, 100% watch <laughs> well, yeah. it. But um, right, obviously, you've got the big ones like Seven Park Ryan. There, yeah, I was going to say that. I'll tell you what, my, 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 I can't, I don't know if this is a shock to people. My favourite war film is I Love Fury. Yeah, I think when I first watched it, I was just blown away by it. Um, obviously, it, it's it's a bit of a different take because it, it it focuses on one, on sort of one um, uh, um, regiment, doesn't yeah. it? The, the, the one, just one tank. Yeah, yeah. one tank crew. Um, crew. Yeah, and you see their their uh, what they do on a on a daily basis yeah. and whatnot. Um, and it's got just the thing that heightens this film is is the that third act of when. They've their tanks broke down, and there's a whole unit of SS soldiers coming yeah. towards them, and they're they're toying whether to leave or or, or you know, and Brad Pitt's like, no, I'm staying, and then they'll decide that the crew, you can see the the real um tightness they have, they're like, no, I'm staying, even if they know they're gonna die, and they hold off hold off the kill hundreds of Germans, and there's literally what about five of them in mm. this tank. And um, you see some of them make sacrifices and whatnot, and they f literally fight to the death. And yeah, Fury's just so emotional, and it's just so good. But I've I've also got another one as well, which is is I, it's literally one of my favorite films of all time. And that's Platoon. Right, because I forgot about that, and I wanted to change my mind. Oh, Platoon was it? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you go on about Platoon? No, but it just yeah, it, obviously Oliver Stone. Mm. Um, it's actually based on his own experiences in Vietnam, because yeah. uh, Charlie Sheen's character is based on him. And it's about a kid who drops out of college to go and fight, and everyone is like, "Wait, why? Why did you actually want to volunteer?" Because most of them are conscripts. And it's just about his experiences in in Vietnam, and it is raw and it's gritty, um, made on a low budget as well. Yeah. Um, and it's such a great film. Oh, it's absolutely um, brilliant. But yeah, I completely forgot about that. Apocalypse mm. Now, another yeah. great film. Um, one of your favourites, Kelly's Heroes. Yeah, well, I like Kelly's Heroes. Is, uh, Clint Eastwood. It's, it, it is a kind of a kind comedy, of a bullshit kind of like. But it's about the perfect heist where they're gonna actually rob a, a bank that's behind enemy lines during war. They hot and uh, you know so they're gonna get away with it. Um, 
but yeah. oh, Full Metal Jacket obviously that's oh, yeah. Stanley Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket take on, on War yeah. but yeah there's so many again because I think most of most of the films that uh, are kind of set in Vietnam aren't they like yeah. We Were Soldiers oh We Were Soldiers um, brilliant again yeah modern say American Sniper yeah um, and that, I like that because that, obviously it's Clint Eastwood but that delves yeah. deep that delves deep into after the, the after yeah. effects of PTSD and whatnot. Well, it's there. There's so many, so many great. Um, like you said, longest day of the epics back in the yeah, day. You know, um, what's the one with about the explosives team? Catherine Bigelow directed. Oh, it. oh, the Hurt Locker. Hurt yeah, Locker, brilliant, brilliant yeah. film. Yeah. Um, the one with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, um, Jarhead. Jarhead yeah. as well. Sorry, okay, I just got right. my yeah. brains just. But yeah, I mean, so many, so many great films. So many great war films in yeah. there, but yeah. 100% is one of my favourite genres. Okay. Got a couple more here, so. Alright, so let's do our two final categories then, okay. if we can. Oh, adventure. Adventure. There's only one. There's only one. It's got to be uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. See, oh, or mine, any of the Mine's Lost Jones. Crusade, but it's yeah. got to be Indiana Jones, isn't it? Indiana Jones. Um, well, it's action adventure. Mm. There's a bit of comedy in there as well. It's got everything that you, that you want, really, yeah. in a film. What's not to like? Yeah, hundred percent. Professor of archaeology by day, <laughs> adventurer by night. Um, oh yeah, it's, it's definitely the premier adventure yeah. film. Because because we've got there's quite a couple. Do you want to move on or do you want to talk no, about this? Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> I would I would class Jaws as an adventure film as well. So a lot of people say it's horror, but it's still, I still yeah. I guess it's adventure. Guys going on adventure, yeah, it, you know? yeah. Um, any any more can you think um, of? Um, Oh, really? I just think because oh, because adventure in Indiana Jones is just so synonymous with yeah. each other. I think I tell you what, if because there's there's about seven more. All right. If we just not go de- deep right, into okay. it, yeah, knock, yeah. knock some out then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So next right. one. Oh, sport, sport. Mm. Um, again, escape to victory. Yeah. Um, there's not been that many great sports yeah. films. Um. My John, my favourite is is a very recent film, yeah. Rocky versus Drago. Oh, yeah, Rocky, yeah. Uh, Moneyball, like Moneyball. Very good. Uh, although it's not typically focused on sport, it's it's more about the the backroom stuff. Mm. But it, you don't really need to know a lot about baseball to watch it. No. Um, Bull Durham was a was a film that I liked. Um, Raging Bull. As Raging well. Bull. Um, yeah. Uh, Warrior is one of my favourites. Right, yeah. Brilliant film, Blindside. Yeah, there's so many good, there's so many sports in there. So many, um, I watched a film with Friday Night Lights, which yeah. got Billy Bob Thornton in it. Space Jam, mate. Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, Smashing foodies now. Uh, oh, biopic. Biopic. Ooh. Ah, oh, I don't know. And they said about Vice, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, there's there's lots of good ones. Um. Yeah, so many like um, pattern imitation yeah. game through of everything. Um, First man, yeah, brilliant film. Um, Amadeus. Uh, you could say Lawrence of Arabia is a biopic mm. as well. Um, so many to think of. Yeah. Well, I'd say uh, obviously a beautiful mind is is one of my yeah. favorites. I, I really I really like John Nash. Um, Revenant as well about Hugh Glass as well yeah 
because obviously he's, we're both into computers he's a, <laughs> he's a legend of ours Alan Turing obviously yeah. annotation game yeah. and also Hacksaw Ridge with Des- Desmond Doss yeah. as well um, it's really great with biopics isn't there Into you know? the Wild that was yeah. something one that I, oh, yeah. I watched recently very sad film mm-hmm. but yeah it's about um, um, uh, Stephen Candless I think his name good is Goodfellas yeah as well yeah Goodfellas um, yeah yeah just uh, so many great ones yeah right. Darkest Hour as well and obviously um you said about Vice, didn't you, yeah. as well, yeah? It's a good film, yeah. Right, on to the next. I think this is only... We're going to have both the same answer. Time travel. Back <laughs> Time to the future. Time travel. Yeah. Terminator. Oh, that's yeah. good. Very good there. Yeah. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's quite a few, you think. There's not that many, but... I mean, yeah. you could actually con- consider interstellar time travel in yeah. a way because it's it's the way that time works. I think though, Back to the Future is the arts because that's that's <laughs> what it's solely yeah. based on, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think yeah. Back to the Future for that. Yeah. <clears throat> Here we go. What's the next one? Oh, fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Should we just say our favorite star? Our favorite well, Star Wars. Well, Empire Strikes Back yeah. for me. Um, Return of the Jedi for me, yeah. but Lord of the Rings trilogy, yeah. um, films like Labyrinth, um, brilliant films. Yeah. yeah, fantasy has got, but yeah. f- the films for fantasy are very strong, aren't they? Yeah, last couple were okay. Last couple, all drama, drama. I've uh, my favourite drama film is. is and it's a bit, it's a bit um, samey, but it's Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. What else are you going to pick? Ah, uh, I don't know really. There's just so many again. You've got like the Green Mile as well, yeah. and what and what not, you know. Um, um, oh, Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, Manchester by the Sea is the most depressing. Film yeah. Ever. Any K K Zeffleck film, yeah. probably. Gone Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant films, mm-hmm. and and once again another backbone of of cinema. Yeah. Okay, we've got four left now, okay. so. Okay, crime. Crime. Uh, gotta be, I don't, yeah. Godfather? Goodfellas, Reservoir Dogs, probably one of those two. Godfather? It's not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really say it's a, yeah, maybe. Well, I did, I did have, a, I did have yeah. the, the I, I did put gangster on it, yeah. but I was like, crime and gangster are the same thing, um, so we're just going to uh, say we count that. Yeah. Ocean's Eleven yeah. as well. So I'd say mine is Goodfellas, probably. Yeah. What about yours? What's your favourite? Um, if I'd crime s- and gangster are I'd say Goodfellas, yeah. I think, yeah. Nice. Definitely. Um, right, three more. Okay. Where's he going to stop? Oh, one of the backbones of cinema. Comedy. Comedy. Oh, I watched this last night. Planes, trains, and automobiles. What a banger that is! Tommy this. Boy, yeah. Hot Rod. I love all the kind of you know super bad um, film that is completely bizarre called Strange Wilderness about yeah. hunt for big. <laughs> it's so funny, yeah, though, isn't it? It is, uh, but I just love those kind of um, irreverent comedy films. Mm. Um, I'd say my favourite of all time is one of the most iconic ones, but yeah. it's Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got to be Ghostbusters yeah. for me, but. Yeah. Okay. Let's, right. let's go. Two again. more. Yeah. Right. So black comedy. Black so, comedy. 
Right, this is a film that a lot of people shit on. Cable Guy. I love yeah, that yeah. film. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen it. So. Yeah, and it's just, I think it's one of Jim Carrey's best performances mm. because he's trying to kind of leave behind the like Ace Ventura mm. and Dumb and Dumber roles. But it's, yeah, it's brilliant. I love, yeah, I just think it's a really good good well, film. Well, you Black comedy for me, you've already mentioned yeah. the comedy bit, but Planes, Trains, yeah. that is a bit of a black yeah. comedy, isn't it? Um, you've also got things like Doctor Strangelove as well, yeah. like the proper classics, uh-huh. but um, just for anyone that doesn't know, black comedy is, is sort of a comedy that starts off that that you wouldn't expect to really be a comedy, would you? No, it's kind of dark, dark elements to it as yeah. well. So the themes might be around, you know, death or sort of unsavory mm. elements. There's a film that I remember watching called, called Throw Mummoth from the Train. I think it had Billy Crystal and Danny DeVito in it. Oh wow! And it was a, it was kind of a comedy version of um, Strangers on the Train. Okay, where yeah. They they both agree to commit a murder for each other. Okay, and yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, just just yeah, funny film like that. Um, yeah, it's about, know, about, for me. About, yeah, I think. And yeah. the last one is Mystery. Mystery. And I've I've I've, <laughs> I've won already. Uh, I don't know. You go first. I, uh, JFK for me. JFK. Absolutely brilliant film, yeah. Yeah. So, how about Sixth Sense? Zodiac. Yeah. Gone Girl, Gone Baby Gone. Um, Seven. Yeah. Psycho. Yeah. And Detective Pikachu. Yeah, of course, mate. <laughs> Scooby-Doo films as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd say, like I said, JFK for me, but there's yeah. also a couple like Memento as well. You've yeah. got Shutter Island, The Prestige. Yeah. Um, and just a little... Little off topic, uh, I forgot a couple of movies that I really that I love on some of the genres of The Matrix for, for mm-hmm. like thriller and then Fight Club for drama. Yeah. So that's, I just had to get out okay because that was going to burn me up. Inside, so. <laughs> All right, so what's our last? Oh, it's, it's, it's done. Well, it, we're done. Yeah, All right, okay. Well, um, I hope you enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. We um, certainly did. Yeah, it's a bit different. Um, I don't know if we might try something similar. Um, yeah, on, maybe do with actors, directors, maybe podcast, possibly. Yeah. But yeah, um, next week we're going to be doing um, plot holes. Mm. So hope you join us for that. All that's left for us to do is say thank you for joining us and goodbye. Thank you very much. Bye.